Hello everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Lesbian Supper Club. Very nice to speak to you all again, aka speak at you all again. Yes, we love speaking at. Yeah, I really do. I'm not interested in the response, just what I have to say. Best way of having a conversation is just by yourself. I I couldn't agree more. Um, We are very excited to be back for another week. I feel like every week that goes by just kind of gets better for us now like we're really in the flow of it there's no kind of I don't go into it now thinking shit you know Mm. like how's this gonna go I go into it thinking like I'm really excited to do this I hope it goes well like I hope everyone enjoys it but I'm not like terrified by the idea which is a really nice position to be in I have to say though like every after every recording the time until we record again is just like lesbian things that are going around my head constantly. Yeah. It's and then I'll just my ran- whole life. Yeah, I'll just randomly like shout out, be like, oh, strap-ons. Yeah, we wanted to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, lesbians consumed my whole life pre this podcast. Yeah, at least so we're doing something with it. Yeah, at least yeah. we're turning it into something good and consuming everyone else's lives now with like lesbian thoughts 24-7. Do you know what I've noticed? That we did say that we were going to do at the beginning, which is like introduce ourselves at the beginning of every podcast and yet we neglect to I'm do not going to do it at the beginning of every time. podcast. I'm just not. like. I think everyone knows that you're grouch. Yeah, everyone I'm knows I'm princess. grouch. You're the passenger princess. Yeah. I'm Scarlett, you're Freya. If you can't get to know via social media, that's not my problem. Get social media. Because I just find introductions really awkward Yeah. anyway. So I can't put myself doing that on a weekly basis on this podcast. Scarlett can't say goodbye either. So it's like you can't do the intro and you cannot say goodbye. I'm all for a French exit. I love a French exit. Do you know, for so long, Scarlett called it a Dutch exit. I did, which which apparently means something. (laughs) What does it mean? It means that you fart the table and leave. That was it. You fart the table and leave. Which could also be true. I don't fart the table and leave, Freya. (laughs) Well, I feel like if you did, you kind of would just have to leave, wouldn't you? I burp at the table and stay, but I don't fart at the table and leave. (laughs) Very true. So I'll own my shit. Yeah, absolutely, babe. I'm not going to start talking about shit because of last week's episode. I'm still traumatised. No, I'm scarred. Everyone that we've told since is like, what the fuck? The girl reached out and was like, Thank you for sharing the story. I'm not sure you should be thanking us, but you also wrote in. So honestly, the pleasure is ours. The trauma is also now ours to share with Mm -hmm. you. Um, We hope that the advice was a little bit useful. Probably not, but you never know. Um, But yeah, I'm not (laughs) going to be talking about shit on this episode because like last week was just... It was too too far. Wasn't No, it wasn't too far, (laughs) but it was just... It was just enough. It was just not room for any more. I don't think there is need for more. No, you're completely right. I mean, talk about shit and not shit. Barbie movie. We went to go see that the other day, which was was so good. Amazing. I'm now like a Barbie stan. Like I want Barbie everything. Well, I want to go to Thorpe Park very soon. And I am delicately uh, looking through all websites for a Barbie lunchbox. Because I really want to take a packed lunch to Thorpe Park. Um, I'm, I'm a Barbie stan. Yeah. But Although. we will say, <laughs> mm. classic. So the marketing, by the way, if you're a Barbie fan but haven't yet watched the movie, you might want to skip the next like two minutes because we're going to be talking about it spoilers. with a couple of spoilers. Um, so as we all know, the marketing and the PR for this has been fucking huge and like incredible. incredible. I mean, whoever's put that together, insane. Um, and a massive focus on that was this connection and you know romantic described Mm. in many ways glance between barbie 
and one of the other main characters who is female. And let me tell you, I was expecting some like proper lesbian, you know, um, what would be a good comparison? Jenny and Marina's first glance. Like this is what I'm thinking in my mind. I was hoping for a bathroom scene, a Barbie bathroom scene. Yeah. It was nothing. Yeah. It was fu- it was literally not even worth them talking about. It was so minimal. Why did they talk about it in interviews? And That's the what annoying I thing is, I do and can see Barbie being a queer queen. Same. Because like she's not interested in Ken. She doesn't mm-hmm. actually show interest really in any male um attention. Attention throughout the whole film she's very about the girls she's about women empowerment isn't she she's giving a lot of queer signs and to be honest they could have like spoken about that a lot more in the lead up yeah and it would have been truly reflected as okay like this is not how i think historically we've all assumed barbie to be which is like mel crazy ken crazy Mm -hmm. very straight like submissive character and they have portrayed her in a very like Dominant, female empowerment, not really asked about man, self-sufficient, strong woman. Yeah. And that can, you know, be seen as quite a lot of queer straights because of, uh, sorry, queer traits, not queer straights. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck no. Um, and that could have been really their, like, coin. Mm. But they didn't use true? that. They coined no. the fucking the glance, which was literally nothing more than just oh, a it's giving tar. It really it is really giving, was tar. giving tar. But honestly, like apart from that, can't really fault the movie. I know that there were quite a lot of queer undertones with Alan, the character, mm-hmm. in the sense of like there's only one Alan. There's like thousands of Kens, yeah. thousands of Barbies. There's one Alan, and Alan is not one for the boys nor for the girls, but mm-hmm. kind of like has a very feminine energy, but still doesn't belong to the girls, but also doesn't belong to the men and was really freaking mm-hmm. out when like they started getting all patriarchal and like had all like the manly things and Can feeling you just like say patriarchal really properly. Patriarchal. Because you patriar- say patriarchal. You said pa- patriarchal. Patriarch. Patriarchal. Patriarchal. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That was just going to Patri- really wind okay, me up. That's fine. Patriarchal. Yeah. He was freaking out about when it was like Barbie world was potentially becoming patriarchal yeah, and, and he wanted to restore. He wanted to restore the feminine yeah. energy and the balance that there always was. And he always seems like he was just like left out of everything. Yeah. I remember like, I f- and a few people have touched on it being like, that is what it feels like to, to be, be a gay. queer growing up. You yeah. don't belong to either box. Um, you're kind of on your own. And that like that panic and that loneliness, mm-hmm. I think that you can really see mm-hmm. in him, which did actually break my heart. I feel like yeah, they but we all have our own box now, which is the lesbian supper club box. Yeah, absolutely. So you belong in our box. We're all winning, really. <laughs> but the Barbie movie, yeah, was amazing. I really box. enjoyed it. I don't want to get inside your box right now. Not my lesbian supper club box. You don't want to get inside. But it's my lesbian supper club Come box on, as Barbie, well. Let's go party. So why am I getting into your box? It's our box. Okay, that's fine. I'll get into your box any day. So yeah, that was the Barbie movie. Yeah. As you know, we're entering into our pop culture era. Pop culture. Pop culture. Pop culture. Pop culture. Culture era. <laughs> um, but I don't. I don't think there's anything swimming around right now that I'm really bothered about. People keep sending me Colleen oh, Ballinger videos. What. Can you fucking not? It's actually. I've had enough of her now. I've had enough of her. Um, no, guys. Like I do actually find it really funny when you do it. Um, and I see the messages and it makes me laugh. But it also simultaneously winds me well, up. Well, I have something to tell you. Oh, no. Last night I watched this. Jo- Jojo Siwa went on like the straightest girl podcast that you can oh, think God. of. 
and tried to describe lesbopia and the situation oh, the whole and the shit. straight girls were flabbergasted oh. couldn't couldn't get a grip on the on the conversation I, had yeah, no idea what thing. was going on i feel like we are quite good at breaking things down and telling stories and kind of getting in the details that if you're not necessarily directly involved you can follow and pick up and i've thought about bringing up lesbopia a lot on this podcast mm-hmm. and even i am like i can't do it because <laughs> it is so intertwined there's so many characters there's so many crossovers so incest i know them but i know that as in i don't know the people i know the crossovers i know all of that stuff and i I know the story from start to finish because of my my tiktok timeline but i don't think i could come on this podcast and talk through it in a way that anyone would be able to understand listening because it is i'd end up like tripping on my words yeah it's that like it's that incestuous. I mean, that is, those. I think LA baby lesbians is like another well, yeah, realm. It's the isn't baby it? LA lesbians. Yeah. Like they are another breed. But also, I'm not being funny. Like, imagine if when we were growing up, like being in our baby gay state and it was documented. No. Fuck no. No. Literally, fuck no. No. I couldn't do that to myself. No. Well, I would do it to myself. I mean, we, I mean, I had a slight glimpse of it, like London lesbian scene back when I was like, 20 to 23 and it was nowhere near as big or obviously anywhere near as broadcasted as what is happening with these LA lesbians and I mean I had no fucking it was idea fucking about trauma, you man. I had no idea about anyone like yeah, honestly but you weren't I, didn't in the even, scene. I didn't even know how to get in the scene it felt very yeah, like you were just in your off. little Windsor box I was yeah another box that I'm um, very glad to get out of um yeah we actually i think it should be good like one day like talking about growing up like, we kind of have touched on it a bit but like growing up in a place it's not like very queer like being like the only gay in the village but then I what places like are very que- queer unless you're going to the cities yeah unless you're going to the cities yeah. but a lot of the people listening i know yeah, that you guys yeah. are experiencing different things to kind of what it's like in london and i can speak from like a first-hand perspective how entirely different mm-hmm. it is from living in like that village and mm-hmm. then coming to London and suddenly everyone's gay, you know? Yeah. And like what that, what that actually And everyone's like. very free and for the most part liberated. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. Um, today I was thinking about what could we talk about today? You guys send us in topics, which by the way, keep doing, like if you think of a topic, keep doing two. Love it. Well, one big topic came up, which was like, someone emailed to ask if casual sex with lesbians is possible Absolutely. i think that's a really good question yeah but wait mm-hmm. i really want to talk about that we were just thinking about what else we want to talk about and as i say we've got lots of like big topics that we have written down but i feel like this one is particularly poignant because yeah. we have experienced it both of ourselves previously both with friendships and past relationships but not recently, really. No. Um, in terms of direct line, but definitely through other people in our lives, we've seen and witnessed this recently, which is controllers and manipulators that live and exist within our lives and how to identify and deal with those people. Mm-hmm. And I know that we won't be alone. And I know that most people listening will be able to relate and would have, have, have gone through this. And I was thinking about this as well when I was actually in the bath shaving my legs and my armpits. And your arsehole. And probably my arsehole. <laughs> I actually didn't. <laughs> like, like I'm not saying I don't, Today but I didn't. is not the day. 
is that what I find really interesting is that I know 100% of the people listening to this podcast, if not 99% listening to this podcast, will say they have experienced or been controlled or manipulated mm-hmm. by a person. But if we're all saying it, who are actu- who is actually doing it and who mm. is actually the victim? Mm-hmm. And this is what I find really dangerous about these people is that they will never see that it's them. No. So they'll go and tell other people that the innocent party is the controller yeah. or the manipulator. Yeah. And so how do you, if you're out there dating, it, literally everyone is saying, they were controlled or manipulated by their ex or something happened. It's It's very, very rare, especially in lesbian world, where they're not saying that. So how the fuck do you know the innocence from the ones that are actually doing Mm -hmm. it? Because some people are genuinely experiencing it and some people actually are the perpetrators, but will firmly believe they're the victim. But they also fabricate as well, right? So they start to believe their own lies. So when they tell someone, an innocent bystander who doesn't know about the situation, they're like shit really like all this kind of stuff and they've missed out some crucial fucking bits of detail or you know they're projecting it's really it is hard um i feel like i have a really good bullshit detector though i do feel like i can i go in my Mm. head no i i Mm. have don't say that because it negates what i was gonna say I think we've got a better one now. We haven't previously. No, but I have, especially in relationships, I've got a brilliant bullshit detector. Projector? Detector. Detector. What's wrong with our speech today? I don't know. Um, We're fucking sober for a change as well. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's why we should get drunk. Um, Yeah, I've I've got a brilliant bullshit bullshit detector when it comes to relationships. I do. I think we have one now when we meet people as well. Yes. Like yeah, there's yeah. a lot of times that we will look at someone and be like, look at each other and be like, oh, Christ. Yeah. Heavens Not for to me. Betsy. Heavens to Betsy. So what I kind of want to talk about then is how do we identify these people and how do we deal with them? Mm. And I'm going to jump straight in with a solution of how to deal with them because I actually question myself a lot. I honestly do question. Like I look, at, I try and look inward as much as possible and look at the the past things I've said, or even the recent things I've said, or the recent things I've done, and, you know, not necessarily bad things, but just how I operate in daily life. And I question to myself, I'm like, was that manipulative? Was that a manipulative move? Was it genuine? And oh my I God, go I around, do this all the time. But apparently that's a part of, like, ADHD and OCD and, like, intrusive thoughts. Because, okay. like, this is why I've realized as well, like, I used to love heights, and I still love heights. Like, I'd love to go on a roller coaster, but you couldn't let me... I couldn't stand on a really high up balcony now no. because I'm worried something in my brain would just go jump and I'd do it. Well, my intrusive thoughts, I've been letting them win recently, and it's oh really bad. Oh, my God, bad. guys, we've it's got the best so story bad. for you, which I we'll tell in a bit. myself. But it's the, fucking guys, classic. Do you ever just... Do you ever just find that your intrusive thoughts just win? And whilst you're talking, whilst these intrusive thoughts are coming out of your mouth, your other part of your brain that is sensible and and recognizes repercussions is going, no, 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 no. But it's still coming but you're out. Still, yeah, we'll get into that. How so one of the biggest things that apparently that's a good sign. If you're constantly okay. like reviewing yourself you're then apparently not really necessarily showing those traits because only a true narcissist, controller, or manipulator would never think to look at themselves because they'd never believe that they were wrong or could be wrong. Yeah, yeah, very true. I'm quite confident in myself that 
I, I'm not saying I haven't done things in the past that I regret, but as a person, two things I am not. I am a lot of things. I am quick to temper sometimes. I am outspoken. I'm not saying that's bad things. These are just things about me that people may say bad, say are uneasy. Mm-hmm. I am outspoken. I will say things how mm-hmm. they. I, I think they're said. And I've got a very big injustice radar. Yes. And I yeah. am not good. If I if I think something has been unjust, that's it. I can't let it. I cannot let it go. I will speak in aid to what you're saying, though. Like I've been with you for almost five years, and like I said, my detector for manipulation in control and red flags are very high, and you just don't display them. Like you have other things that annoy you, the fuck out yeah. of me, but the manipulation and control like, just I'm isn't one of them. I'm a CP girl. I'm a CP migraine girl. I don't have. The fucking energy I'm too busy to be sleeping. manipulating or yeah, I'm too busy sleeping. Too like busy honestly, napping. you could be shagging someone during my two-hour current afternoon nap because guys have been the migraines have been horrendous, and I probably just would not let it go. But you know, I'm not going to control or manipulate you against leaving the house. Like if you're going to do it, you're going to do it. And if I find <laughs> out, I'll deal with you when I find out, you know, I'm not sat there. Like I just don't want to spend my life or my days worried about what you or anyone else is doing. Cause right. I, I genuinely don't like I'm, I'm worried about myself and that's all I like, yeah. not in a selfish way. I worry about you and obviously I care for you and I love for you, but I'm not worried about who you're seeing, where you are, how long you're there. It, because it's got yeah. nothing to do with me. The only time me. when I ever check you and find friends or like worry where you are is because I'm like Genuinely. worried about your safety. Yeah. Uh, like it Same. really doesn't come from any other area than that. Same. Like whenever like, I go home early or something and you're still out, I will be checking on find friends because I get worried. I'm then like, oh my god, is she walking? Oh, home and alone? I do go absolutely fucking because I know when that Scarlett is feral and she's also an adventurer. There are adventurers when you get drunk, and Scarlett just so happens I to am. be one of them. So. I keep tabs that way, but not because I'm worried that you're doing anything else. So back to the controlling and manipulating thing then. And I was thinking about this, like how, how can you kind of prove (laughs) to yourself and others if needs be, because a controller and a manipulator will turn parties against you as well. Oh, they're very very good good at that. Yeah. Receipts. Yes. Best believe if I'm like, in-person communication over the phone communication is amazing is key things get misconstrued during texting and messaging and things can erupt right Mm -hmm. but if you're with a controller or a manipulator and you start because i've i know the signs you know when they're about to kick off over something you know when they're about to react to something you know when they're going to plan something Mm -hmm. you just know you also get this funny feeling in your stomach yeah yeah keep the conversation to text yeah because they cannot manipulate text like no. and and this is one thing that has served me so well in my current life when people question me about not question me in a, in a bad way but question my past or what happened here or what happened there and may have heard different stories about other events that have gone on and i can sit back and go that's cool cuz i've got the proof yeah. And like that is the biggest thing in my mind because again it comes back to like injustice mm-hmm. and I hate you I are hate not it. losing sleep baby. No. You've got all the receipts. Exactly. I, and believe me, I've got them all still. They're perfect. Because as well, kept. it's just my own sanity because I do question myself so much and sometimes even in scenarios where I know I've not been wrong, I 
question myself. And then I go back on these screenshots that I have and these conversations and I'm like, shit, I it actually wasn't me. I gaslight myself. Yo, no, same. Yeah, it's bad. And, and I think that's really important. But identifying a controller and a manipulator, what, what does that look like to you? Oh, Jesus Christ. Where do I begin? Because to me, I'm going to jump in straight away. Yeah. To me, it's... Um, that's probably not the right word for it. Patheticness. Mm. So I find controllers and manipulators act pathetic sometimes. Yes. And say, oh, it's not that I don't want you to see your friends. I just However, really wanted to have a night alone with you. Yeah. But they're very clever about their wording. Yes. right? So, so, so be aware of the wording. I think that when they start to get upset and they use crocodile tears against mm -hmm. you, that's a big thing, especially over something that they really shouldn't, I'm sorry, guys, shouldn't be fucking upset crying about, about. Right, and yeah. crying about. You know, it could be because you went out with your friends and you stayed out a little bit longer than you said that you were going to. Mm -hmm. If you get a tirade of messages, mm -hmm. calls, abuse, or even someone being upset over that, it's a red flag. Yeah. Straight away. It, for Straight. two reasons. Three reasons. Control. Mm -hmm. manipulation mm -hmm. they're also up to no good yeah because if someone is so quick if you're getting home half an hour late from the time that you later from mm -hmm. the time that you originally said and this person's kicking off accusing you of everything Cheating. possible under the sun believe me a they're controlling you and mm -hmm. manipulating you and b they are doing the thing that they are accusing you of doing also someone who makes sly digs yeah. About your appearance as yes. well. So like say you're getting ready for a night out and then they're like and they will say something like, Oh, I I I I used to love it when you had your hair like XYZ. Mm -hmm. When you've clearly just made an effort to get ready, or they say But then something. also, do you know what else they say is, Oh, you look better than me? Yes. I <gasps> to be fair, I say that to you. I'm like, Oh, you're wearing yeah, that nice you, outfit. There's a way of saying it. Yeah, I yeah. had an ex who would literally basically go off and sulk and then pretty much say we're not going out because they would believe that I would look better than them. This ex would also even get annoyed, not in a jealous way of me. If we were out and someone complimented me, they wouldn't get annoyed that the person had complimented me. They, they would get annoyed, annoyed they that they'd, complim compliment. they'd complimented me over them. <sighs> Weird. I, re I really think that like, Complimenting, I, can, yeah, but complimenting can go two ways though as well, right? On the other hand, so sometimes manipulators will be over yep. complimentary, like over the top. Yep. You're the most beautiful, da, 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 constantly filling their head with all of these nice things, right? Because I, so I love you I so love much. I love you so much. You're everything You're to so me. beautiful. You're so stunning. You. You're I the most amazing. Else. Blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But then also they Obsessive. won't let you see their fr your yes. friends. It's like, hold on a That's fucking not love. minute. That's it's conditional. Not, yeah, it's, it's conditional love. And we always talk about this. We talk about unconditional love. That is not an unconditional love. That's not a relationship. And this is the thing. If you're loving anyone with conditions you're not loving them properly. So yeah, this was a really poignant conversation that we had with Beth McCarthy or I had with Beth McCarthy in the pub. And I've mentioned it previously, which is, you know, she was very clearly saying that if you truly, genuinely love someone and want to be with them, you cannot love them with conditions because that creates resentment. It also isn't genuine love. It's love that you are using to serve yourself. And mm -hmm. that's not, again, healthy love. And no. That kind of leads me on as well to say that, you know, 
when you first start seeing someone or dating someone, I truly think you should be completely open and put all of your cards on the table about what you want, what your expectations are, what your boundaries are, what your limits are, and kind of agree that you're on the same page. Because I think Definitely. a lot of people, when they're wrapped up in honeymoon period, don't think about that. No. And that's why lesbians you hold so quickly, because we think that we know someone that we don't, right? And yeah. because we're not having those conversations, because we couldn't possibly see how we could never not be together when it's like so early on. We're also just like big romanticists. I feel yeah. like this is a big thing with lesbians, is that we'll like meet someone, and, and women are so intoxicating by nature, yeah. aren't they? It's like... You speak to a woman and you get to meet a woman and the sex is amazing. Um, you have a great time because communicating with a woman is so nice. And then I think that we just get wrapped up in it. And I also think that there's that thing, right, where we were always aware of what a toxic male would look like in films or, you know, but we don't really get to see what a toxic woman would look like in a lesbian relationship. And we are here to show you what that looks like. It's me. me. In <laughs> <laughs> fact, um, we've done that at the same time. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, I want to talk about then a specific scenario that we have been bystanders of the last few months. And this is a very clear sign of a controller and a manipulator. And if you are relating to any of these things or you see any of these things in the relationship that you are in, or if you're offended by anything I'm about to say, then you need to take a good look. Yeah. So we have a friend that was with their partner for just over a year, and it's, you know, classic. We've just talking about spoken about U-hauling and whirlwind lesbian relationships, and it was the epitome of that, which we're all guilty of. Yeah. We are we are we guilty loved of it. it. We're just still... We did it too. We just made it through somehow by, you know a fucking shred of my little now, we're still here. Yes. We're hanging on. By I'm a literally claw. hanging on by my pubes, <laughs> which are really short. bum hole pube that you just <laughs> Fuck <laughs> off. And yeah, very quick, lots of holidays, lots of romanticizing, lots of letters, you know, lots of cards, flowers, gifts, fucking tattoos, you name it. It went through it. Okay, the yeah. relationship went through it. Yeah. We then were out with this person one night having fun. It was the classic example that we actually gave earlier, which was, you know, they ended up staying for another round of drinks because we were having a nice time and we'd gone to the bar and got another drink, not knowing this person was due to leave and this person stayed. Great, good. Whatever. Bearing in mind, this person's not waiting at home for the person no. that we were with. This person lives four hours away. It's a bit of a long distance relationship. You know, it's not like this person's waiting at home with dinner cooked on the table. That's a bit of a different circumstance. Very different circumstance. I'd be really pissed off if I had dinner ready for you. When I tell you that to me, and I, I, I know that other people have different boundaries, is so insignificant I cannot even begin to explain how if you said to me you were coming home at a certain point and didn't how little I would care oh same as long as I knew as again as long as I knew you were safe mm -hmm. I would not care would not give two fucks when I tell you our friend's phone blew up I have never seen anything like it in no. my life and I've been with people that 
would have done something like this. It's what I would imagine Kim Kardashian's phone looks like as soon as she posts a selfie. Yeah. Like the amount oh, of notifications yeah. that she got through. Was I, like, ding, 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 and ding. I not like, wow. just notifications. We're talking straight into the abuse as yeah. well. Name calling, swearing, mm-hmm. threatening. I was honestly shocked. Shocked. Flabbergasted even. What has then happened over the last four months is a constant stream has been of nothing short of the most toxic thing i have ever, ever seen. seen and we you know this is this person's very much integrated into our wider friendship group and we've obviously discussed this because it got to a point of genuine concern yeah and everyone has been blown away and this is coming from a group of lesbians who i'd like to say we've seen it all if you can shock a group of well tarnished lesbians well seasoned well very well seasoned lesbians yeah then you've really outdone yourself. you have you've taken the ticket yeah so what has followed is just months of abuse Mm -hmm. and this is one thing i want to what you were saying there as well we don't have those role models but if that was a man oh my god police yeah a hundred percent straight away. Jail. Done. Like, um, why is it, you know, I'm always on the side of lesbians, always. I am. But why is it that genuinely abuse will happen, both emotional and physical, to quite a significant degree? Mm-hmm. It's actually much more common in well, lesbian relationships. Well, isn't it one thing that I always say? Sometimes when I say something, I think, okay, actually, if I were a man, would that be okay? That doesn't stop you, but yeah. I'm glad you had the thought. What do you mean? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> no, but I mean also the same thing goes for if you are experiencing a woman speaking to you in a certain way in a relationship, think to yourself, would I accept ha- this would if I it was a man? This from a man? Yeah. 100%. And the answer is probably going to be fuck no. No. So yeah, we're talking months of threats of all degree, can't live without you, the classic lesbian, I'm going to drive my car into a wall, all of that stuff that our poor friend had to uh, take on the emotional burden of and has actually been left relatively traumatized by this breakup, as I'm sure most of you have experienced in the past. It's giving war in Vietnam style PTSD. Oh yeah, 100%. To now suddenly this person dropping off the radar after you know blocking them on everything still <laughs> i mean you have to laugh we're convinced this person bought a burner phone because there's still <laughs> been constant <laughs> no caller ids uh, and we just call them no it's now because it's just so often like how had many any no it's and it stopped suddenly and we all knew straight away why it stopped and it stopped because this narcissist controller and manipulator has been able to pick up and I say very loosely the word feelings, mm-hmm. a.k.a. pick up control and pass it on to some other poor fucker who's now going to have to deal with it. Yeah. And this is what I'm saying about recognizing those signs is, okay. you know, for a fact, this girl has gone straight to this new girl that she's with mm-hmm. and she has flipped this whole narrative. <gasps> and if oh. it sounds too good to be true that they're the victim... As in, if they are really exaggerating their victimness of, and then it was this, and then it was that, and they absolve themselves of uh-huh. any and all um, responsibility, responsibility yeah. that they are the ones ex- executing yeah. it. They are the manipulator themselves. I hope that this girl listens to the podcast, so, yeah. the new girl. I'll be like, babe, it yeah, sounds like the new girl that you're with, fucking run exactly. away. But also, it goes back to our point of, 
if they think that you're cheating, if they think that you're cheating, they're cheating. They're cheating. And let me just fucking tell you, very clear as day. For them to come forward and accuse you so quickly, they're doing it because they are obsessed with you doing it because they know they're doing it. Yeah. And yet, after months of saying, I can't live without you, I can't believe you've done this to me, I hate you, you've ruined me, all of this. Well, within three days of the no caller ID stopping, they were seen out with someone else in town, which <laughs> I'm actually grateful for because it means that our friend's going to be left alone. Yeah. But I'm also just like, what the fuck? Oh. How can you say and do the things that you have done over no. the last four months and play victim? No. And yet, after all of that, move no, on you know so easily it's, it's whilst you've left an how innocent person literally tarnished by this experience. But also, I think it's just disgusting. fucking dare you? That's all I've got to say. And also, you should just be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, 100%. And lesbians, if you girls, and I'm sure you have, because unfortunately it does happen a lot, if you've experienced these kind of things, please write it in. We want to talk to you about these kind of things. We mm -hmm. want to understand more and more and more because the more we talk about it, the more we've got like a better view as to kind of like what we can say and what we can do in retaliation to these things yeah. and how to warn others of, of what that looks like. Yeah. Because... Best believe if you're in a kind of like new relationship as well, you're not really going to know. Like if you're like a baby lesbian, you know. I also think another one, it's a very fine line. We're kind of slipping into red flags here within controlling manipulation is insisting on paying for everything. So for me, mm. that can be seen as like, you know, you like your soft butchers. Like yeah. those kind of like women Daddy. love to like, take control and treat their girls. like It's a whole thing, right? And I love that. I fucking love it. But that can very easily spill into control mm. because if they're doing it and then they're throwing it back in your yes. face, that's oh. doing it for control, which I yeah. think happens quite a lot as well. Uh -huh. um, there's always one that takes a little bit more financial onus, which in a lot of ways is fine. Uh -huh. You know, there's nine times out of 10, always one that earns more, therefore when pays When we met, more. you earned way more than me. Yeah, but I would like to think I never held that against you. Because for me, it was like, well, you're you're now part of what I have because we're together. Yeah. I don't see those things as mine. I mean, I definitely see the parking fines that you get as yours. <laughs> but, you know, everything else I think is shared. And I think that's a really big one. It's like financial control. Another one is when they say that all of your friends are toxic or bad. Oh, my Even God. if these are friends that you've had from childhood. Yeah. That's another big one. And they're like, I get a bad vibe. I get a bad vibe. I get a bad vibe. I see these things. It's like, no, 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 you You're want the bad this vibe. person to yourself. Mm-hmm. And you're so obsessed with that. And this is the worrying thing. Mm -hmm. They it genuinely so believe much. the things yeah. that they're saying. So it's not like they genuinely think your friends are sweet. No. But are saying it to gain control. They convince themselves mm -hmm. that it's real. And that's what's worrying is because you can't... It's like trying to argue a Trump supporter, right? Oh, my God. You can't reason with... I'm going to say thick, but I'm also going to say... What's the word? Like... 
psychotic, toxic. Yeah, just just narcissists. You You just can't can't reason with them. No, you can't because you can't can't get on the level with them. No, there's no way because they will never see it from your side of view. Mm -hmm. Um, But apparently, I think it's like one in like twenty one. But I believe it to be more, um, like psychopaths and narcissists, etc. I mean, that sounds right because there are so many um, out there. But it's alarming. And if you're if you've been in one of these relationships and you're out of it i bet you look back now and think why the fuck or what the fuck did i put up with that for so long or you see those little things that at the time you don't realize and you look back and you're like how did i but sometimes as well they do realize but they're so swept up in everything and the control you're aware that you're with a manipulator or a narcissist but you're like i also really love this person because they are so good at making you love them because of what well, they depend do. Depend on them. I think it's depend. They make you feel like you can't be without no, them. No, but it's more than that. What they do is that they make the bad so bad and the good so fucking good. So when the good is really good, you're like, wow, this is like an adrenaline rush. This is like a drug because the way that they drop you again brings you back and it conditions you. The more that they drop you, the higher they take you up and the lower they drop you. And again, it's that whole thing of you're like swept into this weird little relationship web where you're then like, oh, I can't, I I can't deal now without this hit. So the relationship becomes an addiction to the empath that is with the narcissist. And that is why people stay for so long. And that is why people are so defensive about their relationships as well. Yeah, and if you're in one, you can get out of it. And it is one of the hardest ones to get out of because they do manipulate and make you depend and make you feel like there's no one better than them or you'll never get better than them. And believe me, none of that is fucking true. And they will use every rule in the book, every little textbook thing to try and get you back. They'll also, they'll try the whole loving thing first and then they'll try the hate thing. I hate you. You're never going to have me. You're going to regret this. And then they try the whole, let me put them down. You're fat, ugly cunt, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, you've done everything. You've tried it all. (laughs) You've just been terrible. You've just been absolutely terrible. Um, but ladies, it, ha- it happens. It happens a lot. I really, I really am interested to hear. And I, I hope that you guys aren't going through this. But if you are going through this, just know as well that we have also been through it. And we've come out the other side. And we're experiencing it through our different friends as well, which we're always there to help with. So if there's anything specific on this that you want to talk about, just let us yeah. know. And then following on to that is what, what, what a lot of you write in about, which is, you know, can lesbians possibly, with how crazy we all fucking are, <laughs> um, do casual sex? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Girls, let's believe it. Let's fight for it. We can do this. We can. I strongly believe that. And it comes back to what I was saying earlier around just be honest about your fucking intentions. But this is the problem with a lot of lesbians. There's some kind of like thing with lesbians at the moment where they're really getting kicks out of being fuck boys. Yeah. And let me yeah. tell you, <laughs> it's not a good look, girls. It's not working. You all look like fucking idiots. Can we not spill toxic masculinity <laughs> into, the into our little universe, please? Be nice to women. For like, fuck's we sake. fucking have to deal with it enough. Yeah. Can we just keep the supper club box? away from toxic masculinity because we love women yeah and, we do and like love and respect being a women. fucking respectful sensitive 
open woman yeah. is hot girls, is sexy. Yeah. You don't need to have your hands down your pants pretending that you're constantly wearing a strap because none of us are. <laughs> and like <laughs> pretending that you've got, you know, multiple girls in your phone book. It's honestly so unattractive. No, I right, know. that's my rant over. Can we casually have sex? Yes. It's just literally about communicating. But it is also just about sex. Sometimes, guys, you can let sex just be like a fun activity. Sometimes you can have really passionate, intimate, great sex, which doesn't mean you're going to have a passionate, great, intimate relationship with this person. Yes. And again, this is where communication is everything. Mm -hmm. Be clear about your intentions keep checked in as well because I think what happens a lot or this is my take on what I feel would happen a lot is two people will or two lesbians will enter into a casual sex situation Mm -hmm. they'll spend a couple of months casually having sex someone will catch feelings Mm -hmm. and not tell the other person that they've caught feelings Mm. and then the other person has had enough of that situation or maybe finds someone else themselves or wants to enter casual sex with someone else and it creates an absolute shitstorm. Shit. Because just because someone has said something two months ago doesn't mean the same thing stands so in true. the present time. So and I true. think that's where a lot of people are going wrong. Mm. So they're not keeping checked in on those conversations because they're like, well, I've had the conversation now and we're having great ca- casual sex and I've been honest and they've been honest and everything's fine. And then it comes tumbling down real fucking quick yeah. because they haven't kept open that line of communication. Yeah. Someone can just turn you on though and it doesn't need to be a romantic feeling. Does that make sense? So they can turn you on and you can have sex with them, but it doesn't yeah, need to be romantic. it's almost like we, none of we us can think that we day, can guys. just have like non-emotion. Like you can, this is the thing as well. Non-emotional doesn't mean that you don't love and care for a person. It just doesn't mean that they are your significant other. And I yeah. think like... You can have so much love, care, and respect for a person. doesn't mean that they are your life partner. Mm. It just means they're an amazing person in your life. And you really respect them. And you You're love having them for great that. sex with them. And you can have a great connection and friendship with them as mm-hmm. well. But, and this has kind of jumped to the forefront of my mind and something that I've said before. I also think a lot of this come down to e- comes down to egos. And I do think lesbians do have quite big egos. Yeah. And that's the problem. A lot of the time, it will be like, we're sleeping with someone. We don't really want them. And we're happy to lap up attention from someone else. But if that person does it, Mm. we're fucking fuming. And if we're all honest with ourselves, it's not because we give a shit about that person or have suddenly realized we've got feelings for them. We cannot believe... That they didn't catch them for us. Yeah. yeah. Or that they have potentially found someone else more fitting for them. Mm-hmm. And that's what sparks I the crazy. I do also think there's that thing as well of like the ego where it's like, I feel like when they start having this casual sex and maybe the other person isn't as into the idea of, of casual sex as the other one, but like goes along with it anyway, kind of going into it, like they will want to be with me after they've been sleeping with me. Do you know what I mean? They like instantly think, yeah, no, they'll, they'll want it. <laughs> and it's like no it's, it's just not how it works guys yeah. so yeah but I do think again um, this is a whole other episode and I know we've touched on it in the past but you keep asking you keep asking two things mm. you keep asking where to go out in London I cannot tell you <laughs> how much <laughs> I don't know where to go out in London for a good gay scene as we've told you multiple times 
we bring the gay scene to wherever we go, which is different <laughs> places. So yeah. I can't come back with a list of recommendations because we don't have any. There are some London nights which go on. But we will be doing some lesbian stuff. But I can't say nights. that I'm recommending them because I haven't been to them. No, no, but our nights. We'll yeah, we're going to start doing lesbian nights. supper club nights. So we will have somewhere so there for will be somewhere to go because... Yeah, why not? I mean, we, we may as well make it exactly what we want because yeah, the others don't. A hundred percent. But I don't have that right now. And no. the second thing I was going to say, I can't remember. I want to talk about how people are putting vagina juice behind their ears to attract I don't want to. I, re I really don't want to talk about that. You don't think no. that that's interesting? Would you not do it? No. So I'm not going to go behind My your ear one day and be like, oh. <laughs> I fucking hope not. I apparently, really do hope not. Apparently, it's supposed to be like a pheromone thing. Like, apparently, people are supposed to be really attracted to I you. I don't want to rub my pussy juice <laughs> behind my ear. If you feel like you've got to rub pussy juice behind your ear for someone to be attracted to you, rethink. Just wash and put on some nice perfume, and that's <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I don't want to. No, I'm not talking about <laughs> pussy juice behind ears. Why do you want to talk about pussy juice behind ears? It's just a little anecdote. It's no, thank you. Fun, <laughs> but talking of pussy juice and talking of horror things that Freya likes to bring up, mm -hmm. horror story. Um, I'm going to make part. you read out this one because I don't think you've I, seen I it. No, okay. This one's funny. Okay. It's not traumatizing like last week's. Oh, it's just well, funny. Nothing is as I think we. As I think we need to fucking rein it in a little bit um, after last week. So this one's just a good one I and a this. one that I'm sure <laughs> a lot of us will relate to. Girls, I get so excited. Okay. Hey, I never write into podcasts, but I've just started listening to yours. Love it. Oh, thank you so much. Thought I'd share a story from when I was semi-out at uni, and I still think about it every day from the utter embarrassment. <laughs> love every day. Every, every day I think about this. I'm lying awake. So I'm 26 now, and this was when I was at university, so it's been a number of years, but I still think about it and all the people who witnessed it to this day. Oh, so to paint a picture, it was 2016. I'd only recently come out and started dating girls while at uni, but I was on a night out, met a girl out, and went back to hers, the standard. We went back to our student house of, I think, six to eight people. This is significant for later, apparently. We go back to her room and start having sex. We've been having sex for about an hour, and I made her come at least two to three times by now with nothing in return. Not that go that on, matters babe. entirely, but it makes sense for later. Go on. <laughs> Two to three times. <laughs> we then started to have a strap-on sex. Oh, my God, on the first day. I know. Iconic. And by this point, I was kind of ready to be done, but proceeded to end on high. <laughs> we, you girls are fucking troopers, and I love it. We were having sex in doggy style, and as I said, I was about ready to be done, and she wouldn't quite get there, so I decided to entertain myself. I know this sounds dicky, but I was just messing around. I love how she used the word dicky, because I use that yeah. word so much, and I know exactly what she's trying to depict. Dicky. Um, I started to pretend stroke mimic, spanking her on the ass from behind, and, mimicking, and I guess mimicking her moans. <laughs> again i was just messing around and making it comical for myself the next thing i know she pulls away from me shouts what the fuck and throws a drink of water from her bedside table at me it was at that point i saw that she had a mirror on her bedside table and was pretty confident she had seen what i was doing behind her <laughs> <laughs> this is something that i would do she it is so it's you so me this is so freya she then pushed you get me off. bored, so you just start having a little self-party. <laughs> it's giving you, and I'm going to bring her up again, and Liana. It is. It, this is exactly what would happen if you and Liana were to ever have, have sex. sex. This. That's how it would be. Yeah. yeah. Although there'd be no one getting offended. We'd just laugh. She then pushed me off the bed, totally naked, chap on in tow. 
<laughs> How humiliating. Yeah. And wait, it gets better. And ushered me out of a room. There I am, stood in the landing of a uni house with nothing on me but a used strap and still <laughs> attached and my clothes in my hands. Oh my God. I began to get my clothes on ASAP and the strap on off. There was still... A there I was, still a bit confused and wondered how this could get any worse when lo and behold, as I'm wriggling the strap on down my legs, out walks a girl I'd slept with a few months before. <laughs> oh my God. She just glared at me, sniggered and walked down the kitchen into the <laughs> downstairs into the communal kitchen. Once I gathered myself in the hallway and got dressed, I got out of there as fast as I could, but not without then having to walk through the kitchen and there's several of her flatmates, including the one who had just passed me gathered around pissing themselves while I walked through and out of the house never to be seen again. I've never told anyone about this night for a while, but now a few years have passed. I'm happily out and we'll tell it to some of my friends when we have drinks and they love it. So I thought I'd share it from you. Well, so thank you good. so much. I love separate email. Please, can I, please can <laughs> I remain anonymous? No, do you know what? I'm just going to shout your name out right now. <laughs> um, I think the girlies would come running. If I shouted out this girl's name, yeah, the girls would like, come fucking running for like you, babe. Two to three orgasms. And a strap on A high. bit of crack during sex. You can't go wrong. No. You're sounding like a fucking catch, babe. I don't think she should have chucked her out for that i think that's pathetic that is pathetic uh, it's just you need to but again it's giving ego it's giving ego but it's also like just fucking chill out and have a bit of a laugh but you know what i was just just talking again really quickly about the ego shit it reminds me of that video that you uploaded of us joking where you say when you've both got different love languages oh i was doing God. something on my phone and you kind of leant over to kiss me and as a joke i like tapped you on the lips instead yes. of kissing you with my finger. Yes. And then like, to be fair, I didn't realise I'd done this, but I do think it's fucking <laughs> funny. Then wiped it on my dressing gown. That's how you gown. wipe it on the dressing gown. Which I would do like with anything. Like I'm really weird with sensory, right? And I think your lip was a bit wet. So it wasn't like, oh, it's disgusting. It was just like, oh, like, it's like when I'm eating a bag of what's it. Some people lick their fingers. I wipe mine on my yeah, top. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't get offended by shit like and that. Come the on. amount of people in the comments being like, mm. I'd be crying. Yeah. Bro, she doesn't love you. Grow up. up. But the fact that they're like, I'd be crying, I'd dump her, and it's like, dude, what the fuck? After like, like literally mental. a five second video, you don't know us. But people love to Look, make this was assumptions based off of TikToks. Yeah, it's so weird. And it's hysterical. Weird. I'm like, do you know what? If you base an assumption off us, off of a TikTok, and it's a you negative need to get out one, the house. you need to get out of the house, you need to get some, you need to Because this was us pre-podcast pre uh, pre days as well. So obviously like, you guys do, know a lot about us and you know who we are and our personalities and things now so you're kind of more entitled to um have an opinion yeah obviously you know no one knows your whole life when you're putting yourself out there because i think it makes you very vulnerable yeah. to do that but we are very honest but and you've open also with got who to we just are be a bit stupid to really watch a tiktok and, and make an that. assumption off of someone I and just or, thought, or read the comments and let do you know that what freya though it done you a fucking solid babe because i thought if that is what the fucking pool is i'm staying right here because <laughs> if you're all crying <laughs> what were you over gonna that, leave before well, i was thinking about it yeah <laughs> um <laughs> I'm looking <laughs> at the bottom of your dirty sock oh, right now. Oh, they're filthy, aren't they? Absolutely Do you know why that was? Because I strimmed in these socks yeah, when we were down in Cornwall. I, that's my strimming sock. So the, the um, <laughs> cut really, grass has just really got, got in me. the sock. Wow. Can you quickly, before we go, tell the story of your intrusive oh thought getting God. the better of you recently? Because, guys, 
Wow. I Freya hate done a solid. I hate myself. I've thought about this every day since. It's been almost a week. You, well, you and Straponga would probably be able to have a lot in common. Yeah, I'll probably be thinking about it for the foreseeable. I basically, I had, can I just say that I had a gin before this happened. I had two gins. Can I just say, for some reason, do you know when the drink just hits and it sends you fucking west and you have no idea but why But it sent that us happened? all west. I swear that gin was west. fucking fermented. Because I didn't even put loads in. I, literally, yeah. it was like a one shot. Yeah, it Sometimes sent me as well. It really did us, send me. Sent our friend. So I was like absolutely fucking trashed. And we went to some very... Um, it's like an outdoor festival thing yeah, with a like friend. Yeah, just like an outdoor um, festival thing um, where obviously there, there aren't a lot of queer people there. Not to my knowledge, there might have been, but just not in the that mainly, it's we a very It was mainly straight people. It's like quite a lot any of big people. event, you're, you're, you're saying, you know, that's not in like yeah. East London, basically. You're saying that most of the people there are going to be straight. Yeah, exactly. It's like any event that you're going to do, right? And... Um, but I was stood there and I was talking no, to No, you're not Scarlett. setting the precedent, No, 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 right. no, no, no. I was stood there and I was talking to Scarlett and a couple of other people. And I started just talking about lesbians. I said something about no, lesbians. You're not you setting the scene. Okay. We <laughs> were there the with our very good friend, Louisa, yeah. who is an amazing person. She actually wants to come on and interview us because oh, she's... We need um, we which we really happen. want her to do because she's very, very educated, very intelligent, but mm -hmm. this isn't her world. And I think her asking us the questions that sometimes people want to ask and don't feel like they can Lesbians ask or could be offensive. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she's a very, how could I put it? Very respected lady. Very respected, Louisa. some might say. Very, very. respected. Yeah. So, yeah, we're all in a conversation Aww. and one of the people in this conversation is Louisa, who we are very close with, who we love, who is, you know, we have an awful lot of respect for. So this setting the scene prior worse. to this, Freya kept dropping herself in it during the day with Louisa. Very innocently, Louisa may I add. <laughs> and Louisa kept telling her off. When I tell you this was one of the best days I've had in a long time, because watching Freya get told off by oh. Louisa and if you want to get a visual of Louisa and know what Louisa's like scroll quite far down on Freya's TikTok and you will see Louisa talk and you will all know very quickly why this made Freya crumble so Louisa just kept telling Freya <laughs> off some of the shit she was saying and Freya was like a puppy dog like I didn't mean it like that I didn't say that <laughs> why and it was just like and Louisa was having me. none of it being like nope I knew what you meant and I'm not having it and blah, blah, blah. And I was just kind of sat in between them both. Like, this is fantastic. I'm also getting turned on, but this is fantastic. <laughs> so oh, we're all sat horrible. in this tent. Oh, sorry, stood in this tent having a really nice time. It was so much fun. We had loads of fun. And I, Freya was in a separate conversation talking about lesbians. Oh, God. I had, girls, a fundamental mishap with my gaydar, Okay. It has never let me down before. And she it let was me giving down gay then. though. She was giving this gay. This innocent woman walks past me, um, giving very much gay Lesbian. vibes. Okay. That's all I'm gonna say. Just it was ticking an awful lot of the boxes that when us as queers are going through the tick box of is she gay or not, when I tell you she had nearly a hundred percent, she had nearly a hundred percent. And me and Freya love to, like, spot lesbians in the wild, as I know we all do. Like, if you're out somewhere and you spot another lesbian, lesbian, it is like seeing a golden retriever puppy on the street, right? 
So I straight away look at Freya and this person was like stood with their back to me. So just went, lesbian, oh. over to you, Freya. So then obviously she said lesbian and then this woman who I very much thought was a lesbian as well. I don't know why this happened. It was the intuitive <laughs> thought. I've never done this before. And it was in front of Louisa. She walks past and I go, lesbian. In oh. her face. In, in her face. <laughs> in the poor woman's face. <laughs> she literally. then looks at me like I have just shot her dog she looks at me like what the fuck and i go lesbian again oh my god again it won't stop it's like oh my god i'm i'm i need to diagnose myself with something at this point because i'm like this is just not okay <laughs> i could diagnose you with many things yeah darling. so could i and then she was like okay i was like oh no 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 i i meant like i'm a lesbian and she went okay and then she went, Louisa, is she with you? And I was like, oh, no, no, no. I was like, no, 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 no. She found me off the street. I found me off the streets. <laughs> found me off the streets. Because I didn't know. I was like, so I now don't want Louisa to be affiliated with this absolute lesbian shouting fucking mongrel. Arsehole, that is you. That is me. So I'm then so like. So I literally looked at Freya and I was like. What did what you just What the do? fuck is wrong with you? And she was like, I don't know. I don't know why I've done that. I, went, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I just don't know. Louisa was like, I work with this woman and I've got to see her on my No, she morning. said, that is X. She runs and owns everything here. And I, she <laughs> said, you couldn't have actually picked anyone worse in this whole right. fucking <laughs> festival. And I was like, oh my so, God. The one thing this I will is say horrific. is I don't like it when people respond as if it's bad to be called a lesbian, right? Well, that's so what I said. I said defense, to be fair, it wasn't an insult. No. In your defense, it wasn't an insult. No. That's not the problem here. Giving her something to think about, maybe. The problem is, Freya, that you went up to someone that you don't, don't know, know and just shouted the word lesbian, lesbian I know I should in be their up. face. I know. Like I know, but well, again, like I said, in my conscious brain, my subconscious brain, and my like very much p polite normal brain was going, "Fucking shut the what the fuck!" But then me, Jin, me, impulse, intrusive thought, me was going, "Lesbian," and so this is the problem. Okay, and I, I, I don't know what. Happened. I mean, it was I've just fantastic it for since. me because if Louisa hadn't had enough fuel to go at Freya with throughout <laughs> the day. She'd really fair, given though, her the Louise cherry. She's got a really dark, twisted sense of humour. She has. I really appreciate. She made the situation very much worse with a hysterical joke that I'm not even going <laughs> to repeat on here. So do you know what? It's fine. But it did give Louisa a lot of fuel for the rest of the evening, which in shit. turn kept me very entertained. And I don't regret you doing it at all because it's a fucking fantastic story. Do it for the at plot. At the moment, though, like in the moment, I was appalled and thought, wow. Her friend looked at me like, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, babe, we certainly turned up, made an impression and left. Well, as we always do. So, right, talking about making an impression and leaving, I hope this podcast <laughs> made an episode made an impression on Stop you. And it. I mean, we've left you with a lot to think about, girls. Um, can a you lot. write and tell us if you like the episodes? Because it really makes me happy when we put an episode out and everyone's like, I love this one. I love you. My ego needs that. See, That's I'm admitting what my ego needs. We just love compliments. But we've turned up, caused a shitstorm, and now we're going to leave. And I'm going Mic to go drop. and eat the... 
cinnamon banana bread that Olivia has made for us oh, and angel. drink some clé-cremant oh. because it's a Friday afternoon. It's the first day I'm not dying from a migraine and I am going to treat myself. Absolutely. We love you so much, lesbians, and we will see you next week. Hey. 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 Right, okay. Hey. I never write into podcasts, but I've just started listening to yours. Love it. Oh, thank you so much. Thought I'd share a story from when I was semi out at uni, and I still think about it every day from the utter embarrassment. <laughs> love every day. Every, every day I think about this. I'm lying awake. So I'm 26 now, and this was when I was at university. So it's been a number of years, but I still think about it and all the people who witnessed it to this day. Ooh. So to paint a picture, it was 2016. I'd only recently come out and started dating girls while at uni, but I was on a night out, met a girl out, and went back to hers, the standard. We went back to our student house of, I think, six to eight people. This is significant for later, apparently. We go back to her room and start having sex. We've been having sex for about an hour and I made her come at least two to three times by now with nothing in return. Not that that happens entirely, but it makes sense for later. Go on. Two <laughs> to three times. <laughs> we then started to have a strap-on sex. Oh my God, on the first day. I know. Iconic. And by this point, I was kind of ready to be done, but proceeded to end on high. <laughs> we, you girls are fucking troopers and I love it. We were having sex in doggy style. And as I said, I was about ready to be done and she wouldn't quite get there. So I decided to entertain myself. I know this sounds dicky, but I was just messing around. I love how she used the word dicky because I use that yeah. word so much and I know exactly what she's trying to depict. Dicky. Um, I started to pretend stroke mimic, spanking her on the arse from behind and mimicking, and I guess mimicking her moans. <laughs> Again, I was just messing around and making it comical for myself. The next thing I know, she pulls away from me, shouts, what the fuck? And throws a drink of water from her bedside table at me. It was at that point I saw that she had a mirror on her bedside table and was pretty confident she had seen what I was doing behind her. <laughs> <laughs> this is something that I would do. She it is so it's you. It's so me. This is so Freya. She then pushed me off. You get bored, so you just start having a little self-party. <laughs> it's giving you, and I'm going to bring her up again, and Liena. It is. It, this is exactly what would happen if you and Liena were to ever have, have sex. sex. This. That's how it would be. Yeah, yeah. Although there'd be no one getting offended, we'd just laugh. She then pushed me off the bed, totally naked, chapon in tow. <laughs> oh, how humiliating. And no way it gets better. And ushered me out of her room. There I am, stood in the landing of her uni house with nothing on me, but a used strap and <laughs> still attached and my clothes in my hands. Oh my God. I began to get my clothes on ASAP and the strap on off. There was still... A there I was, still a bit confused and wondered how this could get any worse when lo and behold, as I'm wriggling the strap on down my legs, out walks a girl I'd slept with a few months before. <laughs> oh my God. She just glared at me, sniggered and walked down the kitchen into the <laughs> downstairs into the <laughs> communal kitchen. Once I gathered myself in the hallway and got dressed, I got out of there as fast as I could, but not without then having to walk through the kitchen and there's several of her flatmates, including the one who had just passed me gathered around pissing themselves while I walked through and out of the house never to be seen again. I've never told anyone about this night for a while, but now a few years have passed. I'm happily out. We'll tell it to some of my friends when we have drinks and they love it. So I thought I'd share it from you. Well, so thank you good. so much. I love separate email. Please, can I, please can I remain <laughs> anonymous? No, do you know what? I'm just going to shout your name out right now. <laughs> um, I think the girlies would come running. If I shouted out this girl's name, yeah, the girls would like, come fucking running like for you, babe. Two to three orgasms. And a strap on A high. bit of crack during sex. You can't go wrong. Oh. You're sounding like a fucking catch, babe. I don't think she should have 
chucked her out for that. I think that's pathetic. That is pathetic. <laughs> it's just, you need to but get again, it's giving ego. It's giving ego, but it's also like just fucking chill out and have a bit of a laugh. But you know what? I was just, just talking again really quickly about the ego shit. It reminds me of that video that you uploaded of us joking where you say when you've both got different love languages. Oh, I was doing God. something on my phone and you kind of leant over to kiss me and as a joke, I like tapped you on the lips instead yes. of kissing you with my finger. Yes. And then like, to be fair, I didn't realize I'd done this, but I do think it's fucking <laughs> funny. Then wiped it on my dressing gown. That's how you gown, wipe it on the dressing gown. Which I would do like with anything. Like I'm really weird with sensory, right? And I think your lip was a bit wet. So it wasn't like, oh, it's disgusting. It was just like, oh, like, it's like when I'm eating a bag of what's it. Some people lick their fingers. I'll wipe mine on my yeah, top. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't get offended by shit like and that. And the on. amount of people in the comments being like, mm. I'd be crying. Yeah. Bro, she doesn't love you. Grow up. up. But the fact that they're like, I'd be crying. I'd dump her and it's like, dude, what the fuck? After like, like that's literally mental. a five second video, you don't know us. But people love to like, make this was assumptions based off of TikToks. Yeah, so And it's hysterical. Weird. I'm like, do you know what? If you base an assumption off us, off of a TikTok, and it's a you negative need to get out one, the house. you need to get out of the house, you need to get some, you need to Because this was us pre-podcast uh, pre days as well. So obviously like, you guys do know a lot about us and you know who we are and our personalities and things now so you're kind of more entitled to um have an opinion yeah obviously you know no one knows your whole life when you're putting yourself out there because i think it makes you very vulnerable yeah. to do that but we are very honest but and you've open also with got who to we just are be a bit stupid to really watch a tiktok and, and make an that. assumption off of someone and, or, thought, or read the comments and let do you know that what freya though it done you a fucking solid babe because i thought if that is what the fucking pool is i'm staying right here because <laughs> if you're all crying you're gonna that, leave before well, i was thinking about it yeah <laughs> um <laughs> I'm looking <laughs> at the bottom of your dirty socks oh, right now. Oh, they're filthy, aren't they? Absolutely Do you know why that was? Because I strimmed in these socks oh, when yeah, we were down in Cornwall. I, that's my strimming socks. So the, the um, <laughs> cut really, grass has just really got, got in me. the sock. Wow. Can you quickly, before we go, tell the story of your intrusive oh thought getting God. the better of you recently? Because, guys, <sighs> wow. I Freya hate done a solid. I hate myself. I've thought about this every day since. It's been almost a week. You, well, you and Strap on Girl would probably be able to have a lot in common. Yeah, I'll probably be thinking about it for the foreseeable. I basically, I had, can I just say that I had a gin before this happened. I had two gins. Can I just say, for some reason, do you know when the drink just hits and it sends you fucking west and you have no idea but why But it sent that us happened? all west. I swear that gin was west. fucking fermented. Because I didn't even put loads in. I, literally, yeah. it was like a one shot. Yeah, it sent me as well. It really sent did us, send me. sent our friend. So I was like absolutely fucking trashed. And we went to some very... Um, it's like an outdoor festival thing yeah, with a like friend. Yeah, just like an outdoor um, festival thing um, where obviously there, there aren't a lot of queer people there. Not to my knowledge, there might have been, but just not in the... It was, mainly, it's we a very, it was mainly straight people. It's like quite a lot any of big people. event, you'll you're, you're say, you know, that's not in like yeah. East London, basically. You're saying that most of the people there are going to be straight. Yeah, exactly. It's like any event you're going to, right? And... Um, but I was stood there and I was talking no, to No, you're not Scarlett. setting the precedent, right? No, 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 right. no, no. I was stood there and I was talking to Scarlett and a couple of other people. And I started just talking about lesbians. I said something about no. lesbians. You're not you setting the scene. Okay. We <laughs> were there the with our very good friend, Louisa, yeah. who is an amazing person. 
she actually wants to come on and interview us because oh, she's we, need, um, we, need we, we really happen. want her to do because she's very very educated very intelligent but mm -hmm. this isn't her world and i think her asking us the questions that sometimes people want to ask and don't feel like they can Lesbians ask or could be offensive yeah. yeah um but she's a very how could i put it very respected lady very respected Louisa. some might say very, very respected yeah. So, yeah, we're all in a conversation Aww. and one of the people in this conversation is Louisa, who we are very close with, who we love, who is, you know, we have an awful lot of respect for. So this setting made the scene prior worse. to this, Freya kept dropping herself in it during the day with Louisa. Very innocently, may I add. <laughs> and Louisa kept telling her off. When I tell you this was one of the best days I've had in a long time, because watching Freya get told off by <gasps> Louisa and if you want to get a visual of Louisa and know what Louisa's like scroll quite far down on Freya's TikTok and you will see Louisa talk and you will all know very quickly why this made Freya crumble so Louisa just kept telling Freya <laughs> off some of the shit she was saying and Freya was like a puppy dog like I didn't mean it like that I didn't say that <laughs> why and it was just like and Louisa was having me. none of it being like nope I knew what you meant and I'm not having it and blah, blah, blah. And I was just kind of sat in between them both. Like, this is fantastic. I'm also getting turned on, but this is fantastic. <laughs> so oh, we're all sat horrible. in this tent. Oh, sorry, stood in this tent having a really nice time. It was so much fun. We had loads of fun. And I, Freya was in a separate conversation talking about lesbians. Oh, God. I had, girls, a fundamental mishap with my gaydar, Okay. It has never let me down before. And she it let was me giving down gay then. though. She was giving this gay. innocent woman walks past me, um, giving very much gay Lesbian. vibes. Okay. That's all I'm gonna say. Just was ticking an awful lot of the boxes that when us as queers are going through the tick box of is she gay or not. When I tell you she had nearly a hundred percent, she had nearly a hundred percent. And me and Freya love to like spot lesbians in the wild, as I know we all do. Like if you're out somewhere and you spot another lesbian, lesbian. it is like seeing a golden retriever puppy on the street, right? So I straight away look at Freya and this person was like stood with their back to me. So just went, lesbian, oh. over to you, Freya. So then obviously she said lesbian and then this woman who I very much thought was a lesbian as well. I don't know why this happened. It was the intuitive <laughs> thought. I've never done this before. And it was in front of Louisa. She walks past and I go, lesbian. In oh. her face. In, in her face. <laughs> in the poor woman's face. <laughs> she literally. then looks at me like I have just shot her dog she looks at me like what the fuck and i go lesbian again oh my god again it won't stop it's like oh my god i'm, I'm i need to diagnose myself with something at this point because i'm like this is just not okay i could diagnose you with many things yeah darling. so could i and then she was like okay i was like oh no 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 i i meant like i'm a lesbian and she went okay and then she went, Louisa, is she with you? And I was like, 
Oh no no no! I was like no 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 no. She found me off the street. I found me off the streets. <laughs> found me off the streets. No. I was like so. I now don't want Louisa to be affiliated with this absolute lesbian shouting fucking mongrel. Arsehole, that is you. That is me. So I'm then so like. I'm literally looked at Freya and I was like, What? Did what you just the do? fuck is wrong with you? And she was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, went, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I just don't know. Louisa was like. I work with this woman and I've got to see her on my No, Monday she morning. said that is X. She runs and owns everything here. And I, she <laughs> said, you couldn't have actually picked anyone worse in this whole right. fucking <laughs> festival. And I was like, oh my so God. The one thing I will is say horrific. is... I don't like it when people respond as if it's bad to be called a lesbian, right? Well, that's so what I said. Your I said, defense, to be fair, it wasn't an insult. No. In your defence, it wasn't an insult. No. That's not the problem here. Giving her something to think about, maybe. The problem is, Freya, that you went up to someone that you don't, don't know, know and just shouted the word lesbian, lesbian I know I should in be their up. face. I know. Like, I know. But well, again, like I said, in my conscious brain, my subconscious brain and my like very much p polite, normal brain was going, fucking shut the... What the fuck? But then me... Gin me, impulse, intrusive thought me was going, lesbian. And so this is the problem, okay? And I, I, I don't know what happened. I mean, it was I've just fantastic for since. me because if Louisa hadn't had enough fuel to go at Freya <laughs> with throughout the day, she'd really <laughs> given though, her the Louisa's cherry. Louisa's got a really dark, twisted sense of humour. She has. I really appreciate. She made the situation very much worse with a hysterical joke that I'm not even going <laughs> to repeat on here. So do you know what? It's fine. But it we did give Louisa a lot of fuel for the rest of the evening, which in shit. turn kept me very entertained. And I don't regret you doing it at all because it's a fucking fantastic story. Do it for the at plot. At the moment, though, like in the moment, I was appalled and thought, wow. Her friend looked at me like, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, babe, we certainly turned up, made an impression and left. Well, as we always do. So, right, talking about making an impression and leaving, I hope this podcast <laughs> made a, episode made an impression on Dot you. And, it. I mean, we've left you with a lot to think about, girls. Um, can a you lot. write and tell us if you like the episodes? Because it really makes me happy when we put an episode out and everyone's like, I love this one. I love you. My ego needs that. See, That's I'm admitting what my ego needs. We just love compliments. But we've turned up, caused a shitstorm, and now we're going to leave. And I'm going Mic to go drop. and eat the cinnamon banana bread that Olivia has made for us oh, and angel. drink some Clee Cremont, Cremont oh. because it's a Friday afternoon. It's the first day I'm not dying from a migraine and I am going to treat myself. Absolutely. We love you so much, lesbians, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.